0: a polyester prom dress
1: on fire, Taylor. And if I had a nickel for every time I've climbed into the rafters of a high school to kill the prom queen, I'd have two nickels. Which isn't a lot, but it is weird that it's happened twice, Jemmy. And this is the final Girl Files. This week, we... (sighs) watched... experienced... 1987's Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2. Directed by Bruce Pittman, starring Michael Ironside, Wendy Lyon, Louis, Louis, Lewis. I'm vampire brained, Louis Ferreira, <laughs> and Lisa Schrag. And I need you to leave that in. I will. I absolutely will. Just one of the movies ever, as we say often on this podcast, but like truly just what a film. And it is a film.
0: I said, so much happens in this movie.
1: So much. So much. And we love it. We do love it. We
0: love to see it.
1: I'm. I forgot to note down trigger warnings. Do you have like it's it's violent? Yeah, There's, it's very
0: violent. There's
1: fire. Yes, fire
0: stuff. Uh, people catching on fire and burning to death. Uh, there is sexual under, content.
1: Underage stuff.
0: Also, oh, incest. Yeah,
1: incest. Incest. Oh Big my god! Big
0: incest trigger warning for this movie.
1: Big one.
0: Scene which has nothing to do with anything, but it sure is there. It
1: sure is (laughs) there. The writer's poorly disguised fetish. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Um, which like valid? We're all sickos here. Religious trauma. Religious imagery that is just kind of like there.
0: Nothing in this movie
1: has a purpose. No, it's just all there to be sexy and weird. Yeah. Except the incest. That's just there to be weird. <laughs> it's not even sexy incest. No, it's, it's not even We're not talking like Crimson Peak here.
0: No, it's just weird. It just happens. That's
1: all I can so, think
0: of. The this was fire, my... incest, religious stuff. A lot of religious stuff.
1: Yeah. This is my very first time watching this movie. Did you enjoy yourself? I did. Uh Taylor and I watched it in person together because I was at her house for the weekend to go see Phantom of the Opera because I bought tickets for us for Christmas Mm -hmm. thinking like well we'll see it in January right before it closes and we'll be really emotional about it and then they extended it to April I was still really
0: emotional about it
1: I mean yeah it's Phantom we're gonna be really emotional about it anyway the overture
0: happened and I was fully crying (laughs) full tears coming out of my eyes but we're not here to talk about Phantom of the Opera yet Yet.
1: Someday. But yeah what was your first time watching this?
0: I first saw this movie a few years back because I was literally just like scrolling around on Shutter and I saw it and I was like well I've never seen the first Prom Night but then when I looked it up it told me that it was one of those movies that was like an unrelated movie that they just slapped Prom Night 2 onto to try to make it seemed like it was connected with the original prom night but it actually has nothing to do with that movie so i was like i guess i'll watch it and then i did and it changed my life and it was so good as far as i'm concerned so
1: bad (laughs) as far as i'm concerned this is prom night one
0: this this is the only prom night i personally care about i still haven't seen the original prom night and i'm really not super interested in it from what i know of it um it's not gonna be as batshit insane as this movie is
1: nope also, just put it out there. This movie on our favorite streaming service, Tubi. Yes it is. Thank you Tubi, sponsor you love to us. See
0: it. God. I I literally do not even know where to start with this movie. Can can you give a synopsis of this film that makes any sense?
1: Well, I can read the one that's on Google. Go for it. Decades after promiscuous teen Mary Lou Maloney dies during a prank gone wrong, she returns as a spirit out for revenge and eager to punish the culprit, her one-time boyfriend, Billy Nordham, who is now the high school principal. Mary Lou is perfectly content to kill other locals, and she eventually possesses the body of prom queen contender Vicky Carpenter, which allows her to wreak even more havoc. And if that sounds batshit insane to you, boy howdy, it's a lot more insane than it sounds. It truly just goes and then keeps going. It goes and goes and goes. I know we usually jump around to, like, different parts of the movie with our discussion. I do just want to start off at the beginning. (laughs) I mean, the beginning
0: is one of the, like, wild, insane things that is in this movie. I think it's fair to start at the beginning.
1: I've genuinely never seen a better character introduction than this. Literally,
0: like, it happens, and it is just, the second that that scene in the confessional finishes, you're like, oh, I'm in it with this movie, and particularly with this character. Like, I love it for her.
1: I know everything I need to know about this woman, and I love her so much. (laughs) She's insane. She is
0: wackadoo. And like this is even before she's a murderous ghost. She's just wild as like a normal high school student.
1: She is a girl boss. She is a war criminal. She is a lunatic. She is clinically insane and the next Virgin Mary. And she is never going to die. I love her so much. For those who haven't, about
0: that confessional scene,
1: it like so.
0: First of all, she goes to the confessional and she is confessing. She's like, I fucked a whole lot i took I drink the lord's alcohol. name in vain yeah I take the let's also take the lord's name in vain and then the priest is like you got to do penance for that shit and she's like
1: and i loved every second of it and the best part is it cuts to like her side of the confessional and she has a fucking tube of lipstick out and she's writing for a good time call mary lou and her fucking phone number she's an icon What a fucking queen. I love her so much. Minute one this
0: happens.
1: Yeah, this is literally within the first two minutes. It's so good. The fact that
0: priest confessional scenes are like a recurring thing in this movie is so funny to me.
1: Mary Lou has one bit and it's going to confession and being a freak about it. Yeah. That's her yeah. only thing. That's her one trick pony. And you know what? God damn it. She's valid.
0: It hits every single time. It's good. She, it truly its does. It's a good bit. So like when it cuts then from the confessional to like the 50s prom, the Mary Lou's, Mary Lou's prom, like we meet her boyfriend who has a receding hairline. In high school. In high school. He's supposed to be a high school student. His hairline is receding. It's fine. He looks like Quentin Tarantino. I pointed this out and Jemmy wanted to
1: kill me. I could feel it. It was the worst thing. It's, it's The worst thing is that he's right. Is that she's right.
0: The bathroom at their school is disgusting. There's like trash and dirt all over the ground.
1: Yeah, like no, it's fucking school. nasty. And Taylor, you said that like you thought that It was because they had the bathroom set from an earlier scene. And it was like that they had like something because there's a scene later that's like Mary Lou giving Vicky like weird visions. (laughs) And she like makes the school look all nasty and disgusting. So you're like, oh, they must have maybe just had the bathroom set all wrecked like that and then just decided to use that for the prom night set too.
0: That's the only explanation for why it is so gross and fucked up looking.
1: Yeah, it's real nasty. There's like trash all over the floor. The toilets are like overflowing. It's not good.
0: She's cheating on her boyfriend with this other guy. And then the boyfriend steals a stink bomb from another kid. And when she's going up to become the prom queen, drops the stink bomb on her. And I guess he didn't realize that stink bombs like... Like fabric can catch on fire. He didn't
1: real. Yeah, he didn't realize that when you throw fire at fabric, it usually also catches on fire.
0: <laughs> she burns to death in front of the
1: entire school. You know, like oh, truly sick pyrotech. pyro. literally, sex, by the like way. it just keeps
0: going and going and going, and this stunt actress is just on fire, and it looks great. Like it looks awesome.
1: So. I want to do a little twist on the thing that we do for 70s movies where it's, like, what fit is, like, the best. What fit is the most truly horrific in this one?
0: Um, no, actually, I do have an answer. It's the the alpha bitch mean girl's red prom dress with black polka dots on it and, like, the weird tulle sleeves.
1: Yeah, it's, like, oh, like... Like, a stereotypical Spanish dress. It's it's hideous. It's it is awful. Disgusting. I think
0: that's the worst outfit in the movie. Although, I could, like, a close number two, I think, could also be, like, the, <laughs> the, the like, weird um, way that Vicky starts dressing when Mary Lou has possessed her when she's going, like, 50s. That is the
1: funniest thing, because, like my instinct when people were like, oh my God, you have to see like what Vicky's dressed like now that Mary Lou's possessed. her," And they don't know that she's possessed obviously, but they're like, you have to see how Mary Lou's or how fucking Vicky's dressing now. And I was like, oh, she's going to be dressed like super slutty. Right? No, she's in like, oh, a- white sweater and an ankle skirt and I'm like oh right Mary Lou is from the 50s so this is probably what she thinks dressing slutty is like yeah cause in the 50s dressing slutty was just wearing
0: a tight sweater and a bullet bra Yeah. so like Vicky shows up at school dressed like she's an extra from like a low budget production of Grease it's extremely funny and she's like also okay no actually now that we're talking about possessed Vicky and insane things that happen in the movie. Can we have a conversation about the interaction that she has with her boyfriend up in like the like backstage area where she like there, she's making out with him. And then she like grabs his dick really hard and she just starts screaming at him. She's like, don't you want to fuck me? Don't you want to fuck me? And then the boyfriend's dad who is mary lou's boyfriend who set her on fire the lore of this movie goes so oh my deep. god oh my god this so like that happens and then the boyfriend's dad experiences a nightmare about mary lou pegging his son in the back seat
1: of a car <laughs> this man's worst nightmare is that his son can be a bottom
0: and when I say pegging, I know you're like, haha, Taylor makes pegging jokes sometimes. No. Mary Lou is behind this guy, like clearly supposed to be fucking him in the butt.
1: Like rocking back and forth. Like no. it's very suggestive. Like
0: pegging was happening in this scene. Sodomy was happening. It's fucking insane. Like the
1: the screaming, don't you wanna fuck me? is so funny. It's so like. Genuinely, that's just what it's like to find like two theater kids fucking in your high school. (laughs) Like I feel like every though every theater department has like the couch that everybody fucks on. This that's what it's funny film.
0: This is a pervert movie for sure. One hundred percent a pervert movie. Speaking of it being a pervert movie, I'd like to discuss the full frontal nudity.
1: Just like full tits out. Full frontal, full not bush. Even just tits out. Like tits out, pussy out. Pussy out. It was a pussy out kind of look.
0: Like I I had remembered that Vicky was naked in that locker room scene where she's like stalking her friend around the locker room.
1: But you didn't remember that we got to see her full bush. I had
0: not remembered how far away the camera was from her, and she was full naked. You just don't see that in movies now.
1: No, no. Seeing a coochie is weird and bad. It in is so now. weird
0: to just see pussy. It's like, oh, that's a va- that's like a vagina. It's bizarre. That scene was also really funny because she cornered her friend in the shower and like started just like kissing her friend
1: on the face. And the, the friend reacts to this in like genuinely the most insane way because you'd think like. In a normal movie where people behave like human beings, which this movie is not. This movie's not that by a long shot. No. Like you'd think that they'd be like, "Whoa, hey, don't like, hey, I'm not gay, like, don't do that." But this person, this this girl, starts fucking screaming, like Mary Lou is trying to stab <laughs> her, and she like takes off down the hallway. She
0: like runs away, and it's like, okay, I don't think it was like sinister. I think, you're, no. I think your friend just was coming on to you. You could just be like, whoa, 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 no. You're like, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, no, this is not, not I'm not. for me.
0: <laughs> she, yeah, she acts like Vicky just fucking pulled a knife out and was like, ha ha. And Vicky just is like menacingly walking, like power walking naked down
1: the locker room. Which trying like to find huge, her. huge fucking mood.
0: Honestly, like, it it was very funny. And, of course, I mean, we can't discuss the scene without discussing how it ends.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Fuck.
0: Like, friend decides to hide from Vicky Mary Lou in a locker.
1: Which, like, when I first saw that, I thought that it was, like, she was going to open the locker and Mary Lou was going to be in the locker. Or Vicky was going to be in the locker. It's both. See, that would have been funny. But the funnier thing
0: is the thing that happens. Yeah. Which is that Mary Lou telekinetically crushes the locker together and just like. Like soup comes out. (laughs) Soup comes leaking out of the, like the, like the window bit. I don't know what to call it, but like the open bit at the front of the locker. It looks like strawberry milkshake. It's really funny. It's like, oh, that's her. That's a person. That's That's, me. That's nasty. (laughs) It's very gross. And it's really good. The effects in this movie were, like, really good. Shockingly good.
1: I love 80s movies because, like, you have, like, some of the best practical effects you've ever seen in your life, alongside just the most dogshit VFX. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's so good. It's such a good combination.
0: Another weird effect that I would like to shout out is the way that Vicky becomes possessed by Mary Lou is that Mary Lou pulls her into a chalkboard. Yes. And it's like, she's like, but the chalkboard like becomes liquid and she's like drowning in the liquid chalk. It's impossible to describe. You guys need to see the movie. Like, Yeah.
1: Watch the film. It is a film. And it is a
0: film. She's like, she's like swimming in the like liquid chalkboard. It's wild. And then she it's- gets sucked in and then when she comes out she's possessed, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's how it happens.
0: But like is she even really possessed because like the movie seems very confused as to what exactly is happening to Vicky?
1: Well, Taylor, I choose to call it possession because of the ending. And what we see happen at the in the ending.
0: Mm, can you tell our audience what happens at the end?
1: Oh my, yeah, I sure can, Taylor. <laughs>
0: same thing on the
1: planet i want to start this out by saying that miss alpha bitch and her like weird little boy toy are like two insane people who every interaction they have it's like watching a couple of space aliens like there's some dialogue in this where i'm like okay you know it's a little weird but sure these two every time they talk i'm just like what the fuck does that mean yeah they there's this scene of The two of
0: them flirting, like, when they are like, walking to school, it's
1: bonkers. It's like, why are you speaking like that? It's crazy. Anyway, so those two basically, like, they try to rig the prom queen vote because it is, and this is so 80s, the first (laughs) computer vote they've ever had at the school.
0: It's so funny. Like, it cuts to the fucking boy toy nerd guy who made a potato clock. His introductory scene is him making a potato clock. Um, that's how you know he's a nerd because yeah, yeah, because uh, he's good at science class. And so it's him like in the back at the prom with like this tiny little like eighties ass computer, like boop 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 boop. I'm doing the prom vote on the computer. Yeah,
1: it's very funny.
0: <laughs> it's really good.
1: So they don't succeed because Mary Lou gets into the fucking uh system and makes Vicky win because yeah, because that's what body. power ghosts have. That is a power ghost. have. Well, ghosts can mess with electronics. That's like a thing that most ghost media acknowledges. So she does give him, not Mary Lou, uh, Kelly, is that her name? The bitchy girl. She does so.
0: give the nerd guy a blowjob while he is hacking in to fix the prom votes, which is very funny.
1: Yeah, that's nuts. Anyway, <laughs> it's literally, it's nuts. Um, <laughs> it's nutting. So she wins. She goes up on stage and like, I mean, the only way I can describe this is that Mary Lou like crawls out of her like
0: literally. Well, the first like, thing that happens is that the principal is on the catwalk up above the stage and he shoots Vicky in the chest. Right, that's
1: that's right. That's right. And
0: then out of the bullet hole <laughs> comes crawls Mary Miss Lou. Mary
1: Lou. Who <laughs> looks like a like a fu- like god's most fucked up creep show zombie. Yeah, she's like a charred nasty corpse. And she like starts going full like carry on the gym, right? And this thing is like as she's going carry on the gym, she's like slowly getting her body back, like she's like decomposing in reverse. Yeah, she starts off all charred and fucked
0: up looking and then as she's doing the Carrie telekinetically killing people thing, she kills one, she kills the bitchy girl with like a neon uh, lightning bolt to the chest, which is so 80s, it's delightful. Delicious. But then she's like slowly turning back into sexy Mary Lou. Yeah. And then she's, then she looks normal. She did. She did physically crawl out of Vicky. She bursted forth from her, from the bullet hole in her chest, which is just—it's insane. It's so
1: crazy. It's—it's it's such an ending. It's such a film. Good God! And then, like,
0: so then she's doing a carry, but like an unjustified carry. Like Carrie got bullied and did revenge. Mary Lou is just like she's just kind Fuck of a you cunt. guys. She she's kind of a cunt she's also serving cunt she's also serving cunt and so she does a carry on the prom and then mm, something something the principal has to kiss her
1: yeah it's like it's i guess the idea is that like she's trying to fulfill her final wish or whatever to like be prom queen yeah but then the movie shits all over
0: that because the principal kisses her. Vicky <laughs> exits the like chest that the the prom queen like accoutrement were in, um, and she's all wet because of the chalkboard wet. Yeah, so she's covered in chalkboard goop.
1: Yeah, it's and nasty.
0: She like the like the boyfriend is like okay, and then the two of them go to leave, and the boyfriend's like, "Hey, Dad, can you drive us home?" And then I guess it turns out that Mary Lou possessed her ex-boyfriend the principal see I and usually- that's how the film ends with mary lou in the principal's body driving them away and the final shot is a custom license plate on the back of his car which says mary lou too <laughs> it's good
1: i usually hate endings like this but i love mary lou so much that i'm like yeah she's allowed to do that she good deserves to win Good for her. She deserves to win. This is a movie where I'm fully rooting for the villain because she's the best character in the whole movie. I hope
0: she enjoys living out the rest of her life in Michael Ironside's decrepit, middle aged body, you know?
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> good for her. This yeah, is part like, of good for her cinematic universe.
0: Fine, I guess. Fucking whatever, you know? <laughs> That's this whole movie. It's like, yeah, sure. Fucking, I guess.
1: Good yeah. for her. Might as
0: well. Can we talk about Jess, the goth girl? Yes. Oh, my fucking God. Because she is the best character in the film besides Mary Lou, and she dies, like, one scene after she is introduced.
1: Yeah, she, she gets introduced, then we find out she's pregnant, and then she dies. Yeah, and
0: th- there's actually this, like, shockingly very, like, emotionally charged scene of her telling Vicky that she's pregnant and like crying in the bathroom. Yeah. It's strange. It's so like serious it's in a way It's so that out of place. Of movie is
1: not. It's so out of place in this like campy weird horror
0: movie. And then I guess she's like fucking with Mary Lou's like um t- her prom queen tiara and then Mary Lou gets mad and possesses the <laughs> the cape. And then fucking fakes out the audience.
1: Oh my god, we were both, like, super disappointed about this. Because, like, it, there's, in the room where, uh, what, god, what is her name? Jess. Jess, where Jess is, like, hanging out after school. Which, by the way, completely insane that this teacher just like, yeah, I'll leave you a high school student as the last person in the building and you can just lock up. Yeah, no like, like,
0: it's not even like she just happens to be alone in the art room. It's like the art teacher, like, tosses her the keys as he leaves and is like, remember to lock up, Jess. And she's
1: like, you got it, Mr. Whatever. And it's like, wait, hold on a second. The 80s really was just like that, though, I feel like.
0: <laughs> I feel like it was.
1: I think that was just what the 80s was like. Also, I don't think
0: this is a fault of the film. I think this is just, like, the 80s didn't, they didn't give a fuck about kids.
1: Also, like I said, like... It, she, Jess, is a thirty-year-old woman. Yeah, they're all thirty
0: years old. <laughs> everyone in this movie is supposed to be a high school student. They look like everyone from Greece, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very that. Like it's very like thirty-year-old Stockard Channing and Olivia Newton-John, like that vibe.
1: Yeah, like every other high school movie from the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, um, so she's in the room. Yeah, she's and- in the art room, and there's one of those, like, paper-cutter things that teachers always have, or the- they're always in, like, the school copy rooms or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And, like... It's on the Mary- floor.
0: It's on the floor. For some reason.
1: Mary... I think it gets knocked over onto the floor. Okay. I um, didn't see that. If I remember correctly, I... But I there trust was a lot- you. There was a lot happening in that scene. <laughs> there's a lot happening in this movie yeah but um yeah so mary either it gets knocked over or whatever the fuck mary lou like possesses it to lift up like it's about to like chop this girl's head off
0: yeah she like drags her over towards it she's in the perfect position for this paper cutter to chop her head off
1: and i was so ready for a decapitation. i was so excited and I just did not get what I was so excited for. And it was so, it was sad and disappointing. I and could it,
0: feel the excitement that you were feeling next to me. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, I remember her not dying this way. <laughs> and she, did, she didn't. She didn't. She faked then us
1: out. Mary Lou fucking blue balls us and hangs her with the cape instead. Yeah. Which is not as cool and not a, like sexy death just like okay
0: i guess mary lou realized that she couldn't like because then the next day everybody's like yeah she killed herself
1: yeah i guess maybe mary lou was
0: like gonna guillotine her and then like realized maybe she had to be a little more
1: like oh i cautious about this (laughs) i can't stage this as a suicide
0: (laughs) she fucking chopped her own head off
1: you know how people kill themselves? Yeah, you know how you know how that happens? The 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 self guillotine The the self-decapitation. We've all seen it. We've all seen it.
0: Yeah, so then everyone's like, "Yeah, she killed herself. It's so sad." Um but it's like it's just it's just such a strange scene because like you're it's you're so, so hoping that they're going to they're going to chop her head off and then they don't.
1: It's so bizarre.
0: Rest in peace, Jess. Though she ruled.
1: Yeah, she was great. Her fashion sense was amazing.
0: She had great hair. In a movie full of like very like normy '80s people, she was serving '80s goth in the best way possible. Like she had like a mohawk. I loved it for her.
1: Truly, truly. She, she lived. Great. She
0: served cunt, and then she
1: died. Much like Mary Lou herself. Yeah. Except Mary she Lou also-
0: recognized a kindred spirit.
1: That's true. She was like, I'll give you a more dignified death.
0: That's why she had to kill her. There couldn't be two. I guess at some point we're going to have to talk about the parents, which means we're going to have to talk about the scene.
1: Yeah, I mean, you want to get it over with? So Vicky's parents, this
0: is the most bizarre family dynamic. Yeah, it's insane. Because <laughs> the the mom is like Margaret White. She's like super religious, but it's like... Margaret White, it was just Margaret and Carrie in that house. In this movie, it's Margaret White, a shockingly well-adjusted normal
1: Carrie. Yeah. Dad, who is just some guy. He's totally normal. A guy. It's insane. He's just, like, a dude.
0: The mom is like, we must pray. Like, she's so, like, super religious. And the dad is like, I'm reading the paper and eating an oatmeal in the morning. (laughs) strange
1: why are you married to this person like the way the movie establishes it is having vicky like just like be like hey i'm gonna go buy a new dress for prom and like the mom is like you are you will not buy an immodest dress for the prom you whore and the dad is like so normal about he's like oh man you should let her go a prom only happens once a year I'm like, sir, are you aware of, like, the depths of insanity that your wife is reaching?
0: Yeah, like, like, he reacts to every single one of her, like, incredibly outlandish behaviors as if she's just, like, kind of being, like, a little bit of a drag. She's just, like, (laughs) kind of quirky. He's like, oh, honey, you should let her get a new dress. Meanwhile, she's like, she's like, that boyfriend of hers who rides a motorcycle.
1: Oh, is he getting a sidecar for his motorcycle? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what she says to Vicky. It's like, again, like, the boyfriend is just like some guy. He's totally chill, but the mom acts like he's like, he's some like tough, bad kid.
1: Literally. He's just like a nice kid.
0: He's a nice kid, but he does have a motorcycle, and I guess that's and like- And you know that, re- that makes that's, him that's evil. Verboten.
1: You know that makes him evil.
0: Yeah, motorcycles do make you evil. So, Vicky- begins experiencing strange things, many of which happen in her room. And in her room is what I can only describe as like a giant rocking horse.
1: Oh my god. I thought it was a carousel horse the first time I saw it.
0: It looks like it, but then Vicky when she's fully possessed by Mary Lou, like before the prom, is like sitting on it, like rocking back and forth and like hornily like giving a hand job to the horse's tongue.
1: Yeah, which by the way is a nasty practical effect. Yeah, it's so wet
0: looking. <laughs> it's so damp. It's not good.
1: It's not good. She's like
0: sticking her fingers in the horse's mouth and like caressing the tongue. It's so gross. It's like how do we establish that Mary Lou is nasty? Oh, she's (laughs) she's fucking like stroking the weird tongue of this possessed rocking horse.
1: Yeah, that's how you do it. The horse has like scary red
0: eyes, and of course, we mentioned the gross tongue. And it's you know right before prom. And she's got the prom dress on and then the dad comes in. (laughs) And the dad is like, Uh, I remember my prom. Oh, it was so fun. I remember my prom. And Mary Lou. Trying to have a nice
1: moment with his daughter.
0: (laughs) He's trying to have a nice little moment. And Mary Lou decides, you know what I'm going to (laughs) do? I'm going to have this girl that I'm possessing tongue kiss her father. It is an extended moment.
1: <laughs> Too extended.
0: Too extended. Like, even having it happen at all is bad. But the the fact that it goes on for as long as it does, it's so vile. It's, like, genuinely like, hard to watch. It is,
1: yeah, Taylor and I were sitting there, like, ugh, like, like, recoiling.
0: We were both making, like, audible noises of disgust. It is so insane that that happens. And then, like, the mom comes in. And oh, by the way,
1: the dad seems <laughs> like down. Yeah, no, he does not stop her. And the thing, no, like he doesn't like push her away at why's, first. Why's at my first, daughter
0: making out with me. He's just like, I guess this is happening.
1: At first, I was like, okay, like she has his arms pinned to the side, right? No. So he can't like move. No, no, because like she breaks away and starts to leave the room, and he like lifts a hand to his lips? Yeah, and like, looks he's like kind of Ooh, like, whoa, I need to
0: I need to touch I need to touch the, the, my lips. <laughs> so gross. Why are you into that, sir? That's your daughter.
1: Dario. Dario that's, that's your daughter.
0: daughter. But then the mom comes in. She sees what to her mind is her daughter stone cold tongue kissing her husband.
1: Yeah, and her immediate response is not just like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening with my daughter who should not be kissing her father like that. It's just to call her a slut. Yeah, she's just like, you harlot, you slut. You Jezebel.
0: Mary Lou like blows a kiss at her as she walks out the door.
1: Girl boss. Like,
0: okay, sure. Fine. We're never touching on this again,
1: I guess. We also need to acknowledge that Mary Lou recorded a answering yes! machine message <laughs> just in case anyone called looking for Vicky.
0: Yeah, the boyfriend shows up at the house and listens to the answering machine, and it's literally like it's the full on, like, hi, this is Mary Lou. I'm at the prom. Vicki doesn't live here anymore. Like, when did she record that? <laughs> I'm grateful she did. But when did it happen?
1: God only knows. Maybe it's just another, like, ghost messing with electronics thing. I don't. Maybe. Don't ask me to question the lore of this movie, Taylor. Okay, but, like, okay, if you can explain that, can you explain how she
0: got a license plate that said Mary Lou 2 on it and put it on the principal's car? Can you explain that? Explain that,
1: atheists. Yes. Yeah. Women can just do that.
0: Oh yeah, no, you're so right. Women she can, can do just do that.
1: God forbid women do anything.
0: Honestly, the entire plot of this movie is just God forbid women do anything.
1: I Mary think that was Lou my letter- She does. Literally Mary Lou solos. She wins like every uh like horror who versus horror movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a like, horror movie, who versus who? It's wild that
0: she... Like, this movie and this character, the vibe is just like, what if Carrie was also Freddy Krueger? Literally. And it slays. She's just the best. And that actress, both of those actresses, actually, both of them gave fucking amazing performances. Lisa Shrank is, like, not really in anything else, and she gives the fucking performance of A Lifetime as Mary Lou. She's in, like, two scenes, but she kills
1: it. Yeah, it's it's such a good, like, Such a good, like, I, I love seeing a female horror villain. She just sucks. Like, she
0: just sucks in the worst way.
1: She's terrible, but I love her so much. She's
0: mean- And she kills people, and I love her. I think
1: that she should be allowed to do that, personally. It's fun to see, like, a woman be a villain like Freddy Krueger, who, like, you are supposed to hate and find nasty, but you're also supposed to kind of like, you know? Yeah,
0: like, she's so fun to watch, and the movie is very aware of how fun of a villain she is. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of female villains in horror tend to be, like, either, like, tragic like Carrie-esque figures where it's like oh she could have been a good person but then bad stuff happened to her and now she's lashing out or they're like objects of like revulsion yeah but like not in a fun way like this is what happens to women who are monstrous and disgusting because they break society's rules but like that's not I mean, Mary Lou does break society's rules, but you're supposed to be having a good time with her while she fucks shit up. Exactly. And you just don't see that a lot with female horror villains. Male horror villains like Freddy Krueger. Like, you get to be like, I love to watch them do crimes.
1: I love to watch them commit atrocities.
0: And I love to watch Mary Lou commit atrocities. I, I think that she should have as many movies as there are Nightmare on Elm Street movies, personally, I think this.
1: I was just gonna say, I would love I would love it if there were just, like, Mary Lou sequels, but unfortunately, I don't think there are.
0: The sad thing is that this movie was kind of set up for failure, because I think that if it had been marketed as its own original thing, as was the original intention, um, the working title when it was shooting was, it was just called The Haunting of Hamilton High.
1: Do and- we have a story of, like, why... That, why Prom Night got slapped onto this movie?
0: It was just because they didn't think that the movie was, like, that that it was going to be successful on its own merits. Which is bonkers. That's Um, so, like, ironic. And also the high school in Prom Night 1 is called Hamilton High School. It's a complete coincidence. Like, it wasn't, like, on purpose. They just happened to be shooting at a school called Hamilton High
1: um so ironic considering that I think this movie would have done well if it was just its own thing that's what I'm
0: saying I think that if it had been allowed to just be released as like the haunting of Hamilton High I think it could have spawned a massive franchise and I would love to have a Freddy Krueger-esque series where it's just like yeah I want fucking nine sequels about Mary Lou coming back again and again against all odds To terrorize high schoolers. I want it. I want that.
1: Give it to us.
0: Right now. The Beastly Kingdom universe, that stupid executive who said that this movie wouldn't be successful if it was marketed on its own merits, didn't say that. And this movie got a massive franchise, as it should have.
1: Oh, no. What? That's correct. I am correct. And I should say it. That's correct. I wish we were there.
0: I wish we were there, too. God. Every day. Every day I, I miss her. Per Every the day the I pine. Beastly Kingdom universe.
1: Every day I pine.
0: I'm a refugee from the Beastly Kingdom universe. Little known fact about me. That's why I know so much about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I think it's really sad that they didn't have enough confidence in this movie to just release it the way that they had intended it to. And I know that the director has gone on record and said that, like, he thinks that part of the reason why this movie was not super successful, outside of, like, sort of gaining a minor cult following on VHS is because it was marketed as a sequel. And so people were watching it, expecting it to be in any way connected to the movie Prom Night. And it's not. (laughs) It's
1: always the fucking marketing, man. Like this and Crimson Peak and like so many other movies just get completely fucked over by their uh, marketing. I
0: think that if any movie deserves a remake it's this
1: that would be so good i think they who, who should would remake
0: you... this movie i think they should call it hamilton high or something like that like you don't have to call it the haunting of hamilton high but like you, you just just remake this movie i need a series about mary lou maloney make it happen who
1: would you want to direct it Ooh,
0: that's a good question um radio silence huh
1: yeah radio silence i was also i can't Diablo Cody, I think Diablo would... Cody could
0: definitely write a really good screenplay for this movie
1: because this movie does have very similar energies to Jennifer's body. I feel like,
0: yeah. I think Diablo Cody, I mean, Jennifer's body is i I mean, I haven't seen Jennifer's body in a while. but, like, I feel like Jennifer's body is in a lot of ways like a spiritual successor to this movie. Like the demon possessing Jennifer is in a lot of ways very similar to Mary Lou,
1: yeah. I think Diablo Cody could fuck around and find out with this movie, and Radio Silence. But Radio Silence is also a very good choice because I feel like they could bring the energy from like Scream, yeah. to
0: this. Diablo Cody screenwriting, Radio
1: Silence directing. We're we're just putting
0: this into the universe, like
1: making yeah. It happen, come on, guys. somebody pick this up. Somebody, p- you don't even have to pay us. Take this one for free, Jason Blum. You can have it, Jason Blum. Please, if you're not going to give me the Magic Eight Ball movie, you have to give me this. <laughs> Which, like, sorry, I'm interrupting this podcast for a minute. Can we please have a moment of fucking silence for the fucking truth? the fucking like magic eight ball movie that's supposed to be directed by the same director as Truth or Dare that was supposed to happen, and then COVID killed it. It We get a moment of silence. We will never get that. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up that I don't get that. I deserve that. Truly
0: because that that movie was, like, conceptualized and made for you. Capital F, capital Y.
1: It is my exact brand of garbage, and I'm never gonna get it now. It's so Wish Upon-adjacent. Oh, Wish Upon. Can I say, the teenagers in this movie are fucking savage, and, like, movies like Wish Upon that are trying to write mean teenagers wish they could be as mean as the teenagers in this. Dude, I know. What- that one scene- Where, like, Kelly, like, after...
0: And, like, at this point in the movie, people think that Jess killed herself. Like, there's no suspicion that anything weird might have happened. And then, like, Kelly just fully starts making fun of what she believes is Vicky's friend who committed suicide to Vicky's face. Yeah. She's like, why don't you just do what Jess did? And it's like, holy shit. Like, damn, girl wow what the fuck that's far even for like a bitchy mean girl character
1: yeah like that's a lot
0: nothing like making fun of your rival's friend who committed suicide to their face truly and then blowing a guy so that he'll hack into the prom to make you prom queen and then not winning anyway
1: like genuinely crazy person behavior
0: I genuinely want, like, I I wish the movie had focused more on her because, like, what is her story?
1: What's her deal? Why is she like this? Like, what's her damage? She's, she,
0: Mary Lou should have possessed her.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe, I
0: I feel like she probably targeted Vicky because Vicky was dating the son of her boyfriend or whatever, but, like, it would have made more sense for her to possess Kelly. They had more in common. They're both insane women. Yeah. Insane women rights.
1: That's the moral of this movie. Insane women rights.
0: (laughs) The moral of this movie is that we need more female villains who are just... Just... Bonkers. So fun, but also awful. Listen, if you're not hornily stalking your friend down a locker room hallway dragging girls into liquid chalkboards fucking pegging guys in a car to scare their fathers
1: whose worst nightmare is that their son is going to turn out to be a bottom it's
0: the funniest thing in the
1: world like she's not
0: like it's just insane she's just pegging him his worst nightmare is his son getting pegged
1: that's all i've got honestly Yeah, me too. I think you guys should watch this. Yeah, you guys should watch this. It's a lot of fun. It's batshit insane. She is a girl boss. She is a war criminal. She is a lunatic. She is an ex-Virgin Mary, and she is not going to fucking die. No, because we'll keep making sequels. God, I wish. (laughs) Do you have some letterbox reviews for us, Taylor? Of course I do.
0: Our first letterbox review comes from Molly, who says... Simply, Mary Lou, girl boss, four and a half stars. So true. So fucking true. Benton Tarantella says, It is somehow nothing I expected and everything I expected. No stars, but they did give it a heart.
1: This movie does contain so many multitudes. This movie
0: is, like, not just the duality of man, but, like, the triad of man, the quadrant of man. Like, it's
1: so many. There are so many sides. Every... Everything that that a human being is capable of is in this movie.
0: And Mary Lou is about seven of them.
1: Yeah. The other four are the horse. (laughs) So true.
0: (laughs) Was Vicky a horse girl?
1: Probably. She's got horse girl energy. Like, she has that
0: thing in her room. I can't imagine. She has horse girl girl. energy. I can't imagine. Yeah, that long ass hair.
1: Yeah, like, listen, I was a horse girl. I know my own. Long
0: ass hair with the braid. Like, that's horse girl shit. Ava says, the first ever computer vote in this prom's history, and it was hacked. Four stars. So
1: good. Such- Thank so- God Mary Lou fixed it. It was the one good thing she ever did for this school. Yeah. She was just trying to bring justice to the world. <laughs>
0: Jordan Beaumont says, "According to this film, ghosts have telekinesis, mind control, and the ability to conjure vanity license plates." Two and a half stars. They do.
1: Has there been any, been any? Has there ever been any literature that says ghosts can't do that? Ghosts can't do it. Taylor, I will bring up the receipts. Don't start with me on this.
0: Jacob says, "I ain't never met a horse girl who wasn't horny all the time." Heart horsey heart. <laughs> Four stars. He agrees with us then. Horsey. <laughs> Nothing like a horny horse girl main character. Honestly, the representation we deserve. Truly. Truly. Salem says incest, homophobia, and bullying. This movie has everything I love and more. Four and a half stars.
1: <laughs> this movie has everything. <laughs> horny it's horse girl. So
0: much all the time. It never stops being a
1: lot. The list of what this movie doesn't have would be so much longer than the list of things that it... <laughs>
0: from minute I'm sorry, one, so much shorter, movie, my bad. This From minute one, this movie is at 100%, and it never is not at 100%. And, and it keeps
1: going, like, it keeps getting, it keeps ramping itself up despite this. Yeah, it's fucking crazy.
0: Finally, um, Macaronio says, some scenes in this movie are very... Two and a half stars. (laughs) I would have to agree with that. I agree. Many of the scenes in this movie are very.
1: I would go so far as to say all the scenes in this movie are very.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love a movie that's just. You know. Yeah. I know. Like, like, it's always great to see a movie that's.
1: Yeah. Mm hmm. I think you guys should watch this movie. Please watch this. If, if like, none of the, like, weird stuff, like, gets to you, watch it, please. It's fun. Please. It's, like, an hour and 30. It's, yeah. It's a tight 90.
0: Although it feels like, at times it feels quite long because so much is going on in this film.
1: Yeah. We didn't even talk about the priest. He's such an afterthought in this movie. The fact- the He's priest- only there to get possessed by Mary Lou at the end.
0: And get stabbed in the face with a crucifix, which is baller. Oh, that's true.
1: He also does an exorcism on nobody. Although I do think it's funny that he was like a like a notorious horn dog in high school, and then just decided to be a priest. Honestly,
0: I feel like seeing the girl that he like was helping her cuckold her boyfriend get set on fire by said boyfriend kind of made him be like, well, God. <laughs> I guess I have to be a priest now to make up for this." Yeah, that checks. I think you just felt really guilty about the whole thing. And it's like, my guy, you didn't throw a stink bomb at her. Yeah, hey, that wasn't your fault. Mary Lou does kill him first, though.
1: Yeah. Good for her. Good for her.
0: How many stars
1: will you give this film? I will give this film three and a half stars because I think it's good. But it's not necessarily the kind of garbage I would normally seek out. Mm -hmm. But it's a fun time and I would watch it again. So... Hell it's yeah. Good, it's good garbage. It's good garbage. It's real good. Yum
0: yum. Uh, I'm gonna say four stars because I love this movie. It's a lot of fun. Not quite an all-timer for me, but if someone is like, do you want to watch Prom Night 2 Hello Mary Lou? I am not gonna tell them I would not like to watch that movie. I will say, put that shit on, my friend. I would exactly. love to watch it.
1: Exactly. All right, listeners. So for our next outing. We are turning our minds to love.
0: The season of love is upon us, It's the season of
1: love. The season of romance. The season of capital R romance. And we all know what that means. Vampires.
0: Vampires, obviously.
1: Next time, we will be watching 2022's The Invitation. A movie about sexy vampires.
0: (laughs) Never seen it? Have heard good things? The TikTok... Uh, book talk girlies are loving this film which oh, yeah, this is. I'm for... probably gonna like it
1: this is one for the book talk girlies I will say
0: love me a tropey vampire romance this shit's gonna be I already know I'm gonna have a good time with this one yep and listen what better way to ring in the most romantic time of year than by getting bitten on the neck and getting all of the blood drained from your body
1: you know it's the only way to do it That's that says romance to me Personally. To me, that's romance.
0: (laughs) Yes, so fucking true, bestie. So we
1: will see you next time for a good romantic time watching The Invitation. Bye, guys. Bye.